This is Bert Bollinger, editor of Hardwood Floors Magazine. The episode of the NWFA Real Answers podcast that you're listening to today is brought to you by the NWFA Emerging Leaders Council. Today we have Michael Martin and Chris Izza on the phone, and we are going to talk to them about what's going on in the world today. Well, thank you, Bert. Um, you know, I thought today we would start off by kind of giving a recap of uh, some of the things we did today, actually. We scheduled four calls today. The NWFA has four steering committees, one for each each major member type. So we have a steering committee for retailers, a steering committee for manufacturers, a committee for distributors, and a distributor for contractors. And I know Chris, uh, Chris is with us on the phone again today. And I know he was able to sit with us on the contractor call. Good afternoon, Chris. Good afternoon. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? I'm how good. Doing, how are you? I'm always good. Bert, you well over there? Doing very well. Thank you. Right on, right on. Yeah, we had the contractor call today. I thought it went really well. There was some pretty good insight in discussing what's happening from, I hesitate to say it, you know, coast to coast, but region to region. You yes. know, uh, I was surprised to hear about the contractor in Illinois, who's uh, Michigan, who's completely in a shutdown, can't go right. to work, doesn't even have the, ch- the the opportunity. They're just not listed as essential. It, it was interesting. Their essential construction rule is if the roof is leaking, then the roofer can go to work. Or if you're doing an essential room in the home, like a kitchen remodel, and the kitchen's getting a hardwood floor, well, then the floor guy could go. Or same thing with a bathroom. And so that's certainly limiting his business. Um, that hasn't sure. happened in our, in our region yet. So yeah, I think overall, you know, I've summarized a few things from the call today. And, you know, I think for the most part, most people who reported kind of where they were at with capacity were operating at about 45% of normal at the top end. Would you say that was your takeaway too? It, it, it definitely is my takeaway. And that's, that's probably about where we're functioning as well. 40 to 55% if I were going to try to, I think we might be at a little better than halfway working right now with the installation division is fairly strong right now. And my sanders are, are what's weak. Um, I know that a gentleman out of Kansas city was saying he was at 45%. And I know we had another one out in long Island who's at a complete shutdown. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, obviously the challenges for being at a total shutdown are, are different than people that can operate. So there's, there's, almost nothing that you can do if you're on total shutdown, except try to look for new business, um, you know, that's going to come down the pipe later, but and even that's difficult to do. So it's really just a wait and see for those people who find themselves in that situation. Some of the challenges that also came up for those that, that are working, um, you know, is obviously creating new revenue streams, having to, you know, again, one of the guys had to just leave work in process and shut down and leave everything there. Um, because the, the change came down from the governor. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things happening around the country that, you know, I think for the most part, people were saying that they used to do maybe, you know, a handful of less than 10, but still a handful of homeowner appointments every day. And now maybe that's the same number over the course of a week. That's what I'm, that's exactly what I'm experiencing. What we used to do in a day is what we're doing in a week, precisely. From the challenge side, was there anything else that you picked up on? I mean, obviously, install slowing down for everybody at this point. There were projects that were in process, um, but not, you know, basically the phone is not ringing the way it was, you know, three weeks ago. Right. Uh, no, everyone was, at least on our call, everybody was talking about the same thing. Stay on top of collections. Some of the guys were experiencing a slow in pay. That doesn't surprise me, but you have to stay on top of them. 
Um, what about on the manufacturer level? What was going on over there or the, or the distributor level? Well, I was going to say, um, before we flip over to those other ones, there were a couple of opportunities that I thought came out through the call, one of which was, and there were two different perspectives on this particular item, but one of them was to stock up on your sundries to go ahead and pick up a lot of finish and sandpaper, because if you if if distribution is shut down at some point and not considered essential, you might be able to finish job or competitively be able to take a job that your competitor couldn't. The other point to that was that, you know, you well that may be true you're also extending cash and cash is cash is what everybody's trying to hold on to so it's that coin whether you want to stockpile some things or not um but it's almost kind of like the the grocery analogy of do i go get everything today and, and stockpile my toilet paper or do i go ahead and know that i'm going to be able to go next week and and there's really no answer for that no no everybody's going to have to manage those decisions on their own as you navigate through this and you really have to go at it. I'm still looking at this as a week by week. We were working towards things daily and now it's looking like I have a little more foresight and we're looking at it weekly. My, my team and I are making plans for next week. Right. So I'm feeling, and that's actually good. I'm seeing, you know, that's putting us closer and closer and we're looking at bigger pieces of the puzzle we even talked about stuff that we'll be scheduling on the week of the 14th so i like that i like that a plan is starting to come together yeah and it feels like everybody is sort of hoping that the end of may early june we'll start to see a, a pickup again and i don't and that's on the contractor side now when we get into the other committee calls um i think they're thinking it's going to be a little longer than that so a couple of other things that came up on the call before we switch over to the distributors and manufacturers and retailers, the contractors brought up, you know, one of the ideas that came up was to now is the perfect time to check in with your architects, designers, and builders. They're certainly going to remember who called in to just check on them when it's time to book business again. So I thought that was a great point. And, you know, the other thing is people are working at home right now and they're walking around on, they're walking around on ugly carpet and they're walking around on vinyl that's split. And they're going to get tired of their ugly home and they're going to want to invest in projects. So, you know, as a ray of hope, keep that out there that, you know, toward maybe toward the third, fourth quarter, we're going to see people who are sick of things in their house and they're going to start changing them up. So I think that was really good. One other thing on potential business, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about restaurants, hair salons and schools. Since all of those areas are now closed to the public, those are some areas, and I know we talked about that on a different podcast, where there are really some opportunities. And guys are doing that. So, I mean, and I'm going to keep doing it. We're definitely one of the companies that's working in hair salons. I mean, we got to harvest work from wherever we can get it. And, and yeah. that, that's all you can do. I mean, this is, this is not going to last forever, but we say that every day. Right. Um, just have to plan into this, and you got to have a marketing strategy. For, and wh what does that mean? It, it means you got to execute, whether it's driving around and writing down addresses of houses that are under construction, or you know, you're, you're going on social media and, and reaching out in emails and trying to let people know where you are and who you are. Right. You know, that's that's the positive action we can do. So I know we, you know, Chris, the, the last couple of days we've talked a lot about the the Small Business Administration loans. One thing that one of our contractors brought up on the call was that he had contacted the small business administration on his existing loan. So he has a loan for his, uh, his building through this small business administration, which is a 504 loan. And we talked to them and what they were able to do for him was to go ahead and pay his portion, the SBA portion for the next six months. So that's not even a deferral. They just picked up the cost for the next six months on his mortgage. And then on the other 50%, 
with an SBA affiliated affiliated bank, the principal is now deferred for six months with only interest due monthly. So even if you, you know, even if you're not going to get one of the new loans, if you already have an existing loan, it's a really good time to talk to the SBA about um, ways that you can save some cash again on the front end right here in, in the in the crux of the crisis. No, I agree. I was I was on that portion of the call as well, and I liked hearing that because. I myself also, I, th- I think that loan with the SBA is the 541, and that's that's the loan program that we used when we bought our building, you know, and, and that's a loan program that goes all the way back to Truman. I was really impressed when I heard that. I was like, wow, this has been around a long time. Glad that CNR could take advantage of it. So we'll be looking into that because I'll accept six months of no payments if I can. So I just give you a little bit of a summary from the other calls on the distributor and the manufacturers, because a lot of them were aligned in what they were thinking. First of all, I think the contractors on the call felt like they'd be back at work and things would be plugging away again uh, by the end of May, first part of June. The other groups, the manufacturers, distributors, and retailers really felt like it was going to be Q3 before things really took a turn and then Q4 might be fairly strong. So that was really the outtake from them on the overall macro level of the economy. Some of the challenges that our manufacturers are facing, logistics are a huge challenge. We had a couple of stories about how you know a handful of suppliers have shut down and even freight delays with carriers for lumber is a huge issue. So one guy reported that you know he, he got a call from his freight carrier and they said we have a, we have another offer that's going to pay us three times what you're paying us. So either match that or we're not coming. So I think you know logistics and the just just the demand that's on uh, the freight carriers at this point is creating some 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 issues in the supply chain. Um, a couple of other things, maintaining market share, obviously, I think is important. Both of those groups came up with that type of thing. And again, just the in on the distribution side, uh, a lot of the distributors are talking about, you know, if they're in multi-state areas, they have no consistency. What's happening um, in Pennsylvania is not the same thing that's happening in Delaware, which is not the same thing that's happening in New Jersey. But if you operate in all of those states, not only do you need to know the state level of interaction or what their rules are, but also the municipality of what the rules are. So in Pennsylvania, for example, uh, distribution was shut down completely and construction, all construction was halted for a while. That's opened back up a little bit now, but even right now, police are stopping and threatening $5,000 fines for working. So in Pennsylvania in particular, it's a tenuous environment at best. You know, they're all looking at ways that they can keep their social distancing and keep anybody from coming down with C-19. Um, so far, nobody on any of our calls has reported having a case of C-19, either themselves or with an employee. So that's a positive takeaway. We also did hear, back to the SBA loans a little bit, that some of the banks are balking on the SBA loans until they have more clarity. So while we've been uh, telling everybody that tomorrow, April 3rd, is the day that the processing will really begin and loans will be put in place, it may, be ta- it may take a little while longer than that, especially depending on who your bank is. So that was a little more follow-up on that. No, that is a possibility. One of the one of my banking communications was not from my bank, but from a different bank, that they had heard, yes, the start time is set for the third, but don't be surprised if you see it turn into Monday. That's hearsay, but I did hear it. Uh, it's not etched. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Yeah, and hopefully there's going to be a fourth round of legislation that comes out that will bring some other changes, and we'll cover that as it happens. 
Another thing that was consistent across the groups, I know we heard it in the contract group talking about trying to get your payment on the on the front end as opposed to the back end or requiring 75% up front and the last 25% before you finish the job. I know that was one recommendation. We're hearing that also from distributors and manufacturers and retailers that getting paid is is key. And some manufacturers are offering offering as much as 60-day extensions, which is great. Um, that's not the case with all of them. So I think from case to case, you have to kind of look at that. But on the distributor side, you know, they, they really felt like there's a there's going to be a cash crunch for their customers. So it's important to be upfront and to get the terms and payments quickly from their perspective, just as we, we heard from the contractors. Um, and I would imagine that that's really the same with the manufacturers, although we have seen several manufacturers put out those extensions for bill or extending their terms by 60 days. So a lot of different things happening there. But again, back to what we've been saying all, all through this series is that cash is king. So one of the other things that came up, particularly with the distributors, was you know, that right now there's an opportunity to take care of your best people, keep them in place. You know, the market has been kind of crazy and really running strong for the last several years. So there's, you know, labor has been hard to come by. So now is the time to really look at who your best people are, keep them in place so that when the pandemic is over, you have them. But now is the time through, you know, obviously layoffs are, are inevitable for, for many people. You know, move your marginal people out now so that you have an A-team when things turn back around. So I thought that was interesting advice for all of us. On the retailer side, there are definitely challenges there. You know, many of the showrooms are closed. Those are obviously retail to the consumer. And if they are open, they're open by appointment. But for the most part, showrooms and commercial operations are completely closed down. And that's going to well, create a challenge. Correct. I mean, CNR Flooring is a contract house, which can go to work as essential, but our retail store is closed because that's just not an essential location. Uh, it's just not open for business. Right. One one interesting tidbit that was shared on the retailer call was that Floor & Decor, for example, um, they're taking orders online and then allowing pickup, much like restaurants are offering takeout. You know, you can pull up, get your stuff, and go. So we're seeing that happen. But really, for the most part, on the retailer call, people felt like online retail is growing and helping to fill some of the demand that's out there. But it's really going to be hard on some of these stores. And the manufacturers and distributors also talked about the retailers, you know, with some concern that some of these companies just may not come back, uh, depending how long that they're closed. So that's a that's a concern that we certainly walk away with from today. Right, and and so that'll be something that this. So that's one of the reasons why these steering committees are good, because that is there. There's we've no, identified a problem, and hopefully that committee can can do their best to put their heads together and and come up with the best solution. You know, you get the best people in the business on right. the call, and you know, let's hope that they can put their mindset together and and come up with a positive plan. Yeah. So good on you guys for putting that together. I know the contractor call was quite useful and I look forward to that. that that's something we're going to be doing on a weekly basis. Am I right? That's correct. As we get through the pandemic, we're going to keep this going weekly until we, we don't see a need for it. But it's, I think it's really great because we're all kind of, uh, you know, we're not we're not going to be connected at an expo this year. We're not connected in the local market area. We've got to stay six feet apart if we see each other, you know, all of those things. So this at least gives us an opportunity to bring people together to share the experience and talk about what's working and what's not working and get some ideas from each other. So that's really been the point of these Thought Leader Thursdays is what we're calling them. One spot of sunshine that came out uh, repeatedly and thinking it came out in all of the calls was that, you know, we talked a little bit about how homeowners are going to be tired of their environments and be looking to change it up. We can we can actually back that up with some some 
some statistics in a little bit of a way and that the manufacturers that were on the call, several of them reported that they're getting, they've never had this much demand for samples. So the sample orders have, have doubled for some of the mills and, um, you know, they're keeping up with those, knowing that people are looking and making decisions while they're sitting in their home uh, for this long period of time. So um, again, kind of a reflection that, that coming down the pipe, we will see more business coming into the, into the in third and fourth quarter. Well, that's encouraging. I could I could see how that's happening because they are sitting there wondering, you know, what you know what what project is next. I I know my wife's throwing the ideas at me, and I guarantee you, when we come through this, there'll be people coming here doing work, right? Not on our floors because we got that one covered. You know, the one thing I would say across the across all four calls was that what came up over and over and over was the ongoing concern for employee safety. And for making sure that, you know, we were taking care of our people as best as we could. So I think, you know, we've talked a lot about that on this call. You've come up with some ways to try to keep your employees engaged and to take care of their health. And I think, you know, as an industry, that's one of the really great things about the wood flooring industry is that it, there are a lot of people that really care about each other in this industry. So I think that was really, really important to walk away from today. Yeah, I'm going to interject there and say, you owners, if you're not making personal phone calls to your employees that are staying home, I'm going to encourage you to do that. And I'll share uh, why, because today I had a phone call with one of my employees and his wife got on the call at the same time. And the three of us talked and, you know, the wife was saying, thank you so much for, you know, paying us, you know, and because, uh, you know, we're paying the payroll out of pocket right now. There's not money coming in, but it's certainly going out. But I said, listen, you work for a company that cares about its employees and your husband's a good worker. And it was a personal moment during all of this. But I'll tell you what, I know it went far. And you could hear the gratitude in both ways. You know, they were grateful that I'm caring about their family enough to keep payroll going. But I'm also grateful that he's been a loyal employee for quite some time. So, you know, those personal conversations may need to have it. It may need to happen. And if your employees are at home and you're just assuming they're okay, I think you might want to dial the phone. I think that's a great idea. And I don't know if you feel this way or not, but, you know, we've, we've gotten into the, we've gotten into this habit of everything goes through via email and back and forth. And I've, since I've been home, I've been on the phone almost nonstop all day, every day, and then doing my email uh, when I have a break from call. And it's actually kind of invigorating to actually have phone conversations and talk to each other and hear what's going on in each other's lives as opposed to, you know, a little more cold email communication that, that is the typical part of the day. So I went from sitting in an office doing nothing but email all day to being at home doing nothing but calls all day. And I don't know, I think it's really, uh, it's really kind of one of the side benefits to, to what's going on right now is I do feel like we're reaching out for connection and, and we're, we're finding it in the fact that we can actually talk to each other. I totally agree. It, it's so much, it, it's so more refreshing, if you will, to hear laughter than to just watch, uh, you know, a colon with a parenthesis next to it and assume they're smiling. Exactly. Yeah, I'm all in, buddy. I'm liking it. So what's next for us? Well, I think that's it for today. You know, I think we're going to watch what happens tomorrow with the SBC loans. If there's, if people are lining up or whether they're getting through and then um, we'll circle back and see what we need to talk about next. Well, I hope tomorrow when we talk, 
um, or the next day, whichever that would, it, whenever it's going to be, I hope we're talking about the fact that it's filed and the government's got their thing in line and it's all happening. And uh, we're one step closer to getting to the other side of this. Mm. Until then, everybody, keep it real. And I uh, wish you the best. Thanks, Chris. Back to I you, know. Bert. Well, Michael, Chris, thanks for your time today. And thank you to the listeners out there for joining us. If you have any topics that you want us to cover right now, please let us know. I've put my contact information in the podcast description, and we look forward to your input. And as always, stay safe, and we'll talk again soon.